Welcome back to the Ultimate Men's Playbook podcast. This is page 20 to 23 in the book. And this podcast is called Shoulds Become Musts. Welcome back, Matt. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How's it going good. out there in Costa Rica? Things are fantastic. Got a storm brewing coming up, but uh, everything's good, man. Shoulds Become Musts. Tell you a story about uh, Teachers College. There was a professor named Dr. Class, and probably the most influential uh, professor I've ever had. Uh, the guy was charismatic. He knew his shit. And um, he came up to the podium to give the speech to the graduation uh, class. And he basically said this. Looks at the audience. And he says, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Looks at the audience, closes his book, and walks off the podium. I couldn't believe the speech. People were just like, what just happened? And I thought that was the best speech I've ever heard. For a graduation so, speech. For graduation speech. So I tracked the guy down and I said, listen, Dr. Class, and that was like, why did you just stop at that? I get the point. He says, why would I go any further? Why would I cloud the main thing? You will never forget this speech because it was short, it was sweet, it was to the point. And he says to me, what's your main thing? Man, right? that's, that's pretty if, powerful stuff. And if you can answer that, let me ask you, Kobe Bryant, what was his main thing? When he was playing basketball, what was his main thing? Well, I'm sure the, the first two things were, well, for everyone, the first thing is probably family. That's the most important. But uh, the first two things for him were probably his, his health and basketball, right? That's it. Yeah. Slash, slash career. That's his job. Right. Now, the bottom line is this. If, if he's working on his health, fitness, and his basketball career, everything else falls into place. He's a better role model. He makes more money for his family. He's respected. I mean, it just goes a long way when he keeps the main thing the main thing. Okay? Uh, exactly. look, at, look at you. You know, what, what is your main thing? Yeah, I mean, my main thing is pretty much the same thing. I mean, uh, a lot of people notice what their main things were during this quarantine for, for the coronavirus uh, when we're on lockdown. And I found that my main thing, it was a, it was a daily checklist. It was you're going to get your fitness and health done in order, whether it's nutrition or working out. And you're going to get a basketball workout in. Those are the main things. Okay. Now, let me ask you something. Was it mandatory for you in your mind? Was it a must to uh, get your shots in? Yeah. If I, didn't, if I didn't get my shots in, if I didn't get my, my training in, my ball handling, everything. Um, eventually, when the gym started opening up, like uh, defensive drills in, then – I failed my day pretty much. Like, I mean, I don't really know a day that I failed because there wasn't one, but I can't imagine what it would be like if I didn't do, unless it was a rest day, if I didn't check those boxes. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, how many times have you heard this? I've got kids. Their events are more important than me training at the gym. Or you hear something like, I'm too tired to train after work. Okay. Excuses. It's excuses. So what they do is they take one thing that they deem important and they put it in place of everything else and say, well, I can't do anything else. I can't work out. And then my, my family comes first. And you heard that. You've heard this before. 
Yeah, you know, it's, it's just people trying to make themselves uh, at ease with those decisions, you know. And I remember that back in the day, you'd probably be out of the house five days a week, six days a week for basketball. Practices an hour away, 45 minutes away, three-hour training sessions. You remember those days? Yeah, I mean, always. And you, you or mom were the ones taking me. Okay, now let me ask you something. Did you... Um, did I just forfeit the workouts that I had to do? Because that was a must for me. Training was a must for me. Did I just forfeit yeah. them? Exactly. I mean, you know, everyone, when I'm at the gym during the day, when I don't have practice and people are asking me, how's your dad so jacked? Um, that's, that's the reason why. I mean, you didn't, you didn't forfeit your workouts. It was, okay, we're going to get your workout in, Matt, if you want to come. And then after that, you're going to do your individual stuff and I'm going to get my workout in. And that was right. done at five in the morning. Right. So we woke up at 4.30 in the morning. And I remember those days, I'd tell you, listen, this first time, you wake up at 4.30 in the morning, I'm not going to wake you up. I'm not going to set an alarm, but I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have my breakfast. Don't talk to me. I'm going to read the paper. I'm going to eat my breakfast. And at 5 a.m., we're in that car driving to the gym. <laughs> I remember it, man. I, and I it'll, be, it'll, it'll either be me by myself or it'll be me and you. And yeah. sure enough, I remember you woke up, you looked at me and you know, I, you were serious. You didn't talk to me at all. You sat in the passenger seat and we drove to LA fitness. Nobody was in there. No one. It was nobody. Empty. Was, was we empty. had to wait for somebody to open up the gym. We were the first two people in there aside from the guy opening up the gym and we shot 300 shots. Okay. So I was retrieving the ball for you. you no, it was, it, was five, it, was, it was 500 makes every day. Okay, something like that. It's I remember. Miserable. I remember. Trust it's me. It's miserable because it took two hours. It I still have hours. PTSD in the morning sometimes. <laughs> I, will, I will wake up at 5.45 and I'll be like, oh, shit, yeah. I'm, missing, I'm missing a workout right now. Yep. <laughs> Every morning. Like, still, I still wake up that early. Okay, but the bottom line is this. You got your training session in, okay? That was important to you. And you became one of the best shooters in Canada because of that kind of effort, just re repetition daily. And what happened with me was I got my workout in because you know what? You were absolutely extremely important to attend these events later on in the day. And I had to drive you. But the bottom line was I wasn't going to miss a workout for exactly. anything, for anything. Okay. And I think it set the tone for you knowing, hey, you know what? My dad's serious. My dad just doesn't just talk the talk. He actually walks the walk. And I look at you, and you're a man of character. You get shit done. That's just the way it is. Musts. Shoulds become musts. Yeah, and you okay. know, you're going to notice these changes. So anyone who's listening, you're going to notice these changes when you feel absolute guilt that you didn't get uh, one of your tasks done, right? Like, for instance, There's I'm writing nothing my... worse than that. Nothing exactly. worse than that. No, exactly. You know, I'm writing a program right now, and if I miss maybe like an hour of writing it, when I should be writing it, I'm like, oh, shit. But, you know, some people don't feel that guilt. They're the ones making excuses. So once you start feeling that guilt, you're going to notice that something's changing. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't, you're just a sheep, right? Exactly. Anyway, that's, another, that's another podcast. Okay, so here's what I want people to do. I want you to think of your goals as a four-lane superhighway, okay? And in a four-lane superhighway, like Frigman, you look at uh, the Autobahn in Germany, What's the speed limit there? There is no speed limit. So you've got about four lanes. And in any one of those four lanes, you can go as fast as you want. 
Okay. You look at Canada, the States, you've got a four lane superhighway. You've got the main lane is your passing lane. Okay. And that's your main thing. So for me, it's my health and fitness. Okay. Because if I, my health is not good and I die early, I'm no good to anybody. Okay. Sure. My health and fitness is not amazing. I don't set an example for anybody, especially when you're in the fitness industry. Okay. And uh, bottom line was I felt like I was a role model for my kids. So I wanted to set the tone. The kids are important, but when you put the kid first, they've had no leaders to look, uh, look towards. And, and that's probably the worst thing that can happen. So you've got your passing lane. Lane number two, you're still going super fast. So for me, that was family. Lane number three, pretty much equally as fast as lane number two. And that was my career. And then lane number four was the finances that came from the career and just keeping shit in order. Okay, that was the fourth lane. Anything else after that was extra. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? I think, I think uh, the extra is what we're going to talk about. Um, is, is not necessary. You start realizing that this stuff's not necessary. Um, some days you're going to, on your, on your four-lane highway, some days you're going to achieve your first, your first three lanes, those tasks, you're going to achieve them um, in, within hours. It's going to be like, all right, got it, got it, got it. And then you can kind of have that, that fun day where you're enjoying the stuff that really isn't relevant. But other days you're going to start realizing, like, this shit really has no purpose in what I'm doing, you know? Okay. Yeah, now having said that, there's a lot of people who make a task list and they'll make a task list of 10 things. And some of those things are not really that important. They'll check off the list and they'll say, wow, I got shit done. Yeah, but some of that stuff is just kind of irrelevant. Okay. So when this Dr. Klassen guy said, keep the main thing, the main thing, the main thing comes first. The main thing always comes first. And like I said, in this auto, uh, automobile highway, super highway, you've got four lanes. Okay. So fifth lane thinking is stuff like movies. Okay, that's done after the fact. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want to do is watch somebody pretend to be somebody else. And that same person who pretends to be somebody else making a movie, I've got to listen to that person tell me how I should live my life. Oh, 100%. That is so bullshit. Unless it's, unless it's uh, contributing to you, you know, uh, you really, that's not the main thing you need to be focusing on at the moment. And that's not right. to say you can't go to the movies and watch a movie because technically that's that's crossing out your family time. That's something really important to you, right? Right. So don't get it twisted. Um, but what we're trying to what we're trying to preach right now. But the fact is, like, if you're gaming and there's no reason to be gaming, you have shit to do, and you're just kind of pushing it off, making excuses, um, and you're just really not being productive. Then what are you doing? Okay, now you talk about video games, okay? There's people who are addicted to video games. Yeah, I mean... I remember... It, do you remember? <laughs> Go ahead. It can't be me, man. Like, I I got a PS4. I, I played it a few times. I maybe played, like, two games that I remember. Like, Grand Theft Auto and whatever. My girlfriend's like... I'll, 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 I'll tell you what the other one was, though. Remember yeah. remember Call of Duty? Yeah, I love Call of Duty. I was at a, at a point, I was like, I really like this, and I was playing it. Um... My girlfriend's like, I'll get you a, a new console, a PS5. And I'm like, and then I'm like, really? And she goes, no, you don't need it. You don't use video games. You don't, you don't play them. But there's other people out there who are like addicted to it, you know? Yeah, you know, there's nothing worse than uh, playing Call of Duty. Okay, and you told me, go online. I go online, it lasts 30 seconds before some guy 
shoots the fuck out of me. Okay. Goes over top of me, squats over top of me, and then makes the comment that I'm a noob. Okay. Or like, buddy, you're addicted to video games. You're a punk. You're nobody. Exactly. And okay. I mean, and the- <laughs> some of these, some of these guys, they make a career out of it. Right. Um, and okay. That- That's fine. That's fine. I get it. Okay. So another thing is, uh, watching sports. Again, there's a purpose once you got your main things done. After which, you know, missing a workout because it's the Stanley Cup playoffs? Come on. Come on. I'm in the arena. I'm not going to watch somebody in the arena. No, yeah, exactly. I think that's the biggest one that I can relate to. Uh, A lot of my buddies can. Um, And a lot of them can. You know, some guys just like watching the game. Uh, When I'm watching the game, when I'm watching – Uh, a basketball game, whether it's professional or college, uh, it's either one of my friends is playing a game and I'm supporting them or this is beneficial to my learning uh, of the game. So I'm watching, I'm watching how to, how to get better. I'm watching, studying specific guys. Um, There's rarely a time I'm watching basketball unless it's not me on the court studying my game. Right. Yeah, exactly. What did uh, Kevin Durant say? I remember he was eliminated from the playoffs and they uh, asked him, (laughs) Uh, what happened? I love this, man. I mean, I love it. I love it. This is so, it's so true. You know, I have one of the best, probably arguably the best score ever, or right now at least in the world. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they ask, hey, you got eliminated from the from the playoffs. Are you going to be watching the, the NBA Finals? He's like, fuck no. Why would I watch that shit? <laughs> but what's there to watch? You know, like, yeah, he yeah, wants exactly. to be there. If he's not playing there, then what's there to watch? Someone else win what he got? No, he's in the lab and he's working. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, the moment you actually keep the main thing, the main thing, shoulds become musts, and you get the most important things done over the course of the day, you have a sense of fulfillment. And when you have a sense of fulfillment, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what time it is, you'll lie down with your head on the pillow and you say, you know what, that was a good day. Man, that was a really good day. But you know what some people do? What they do is... Uh, it's 11 o'clock and they've had a shitty day at work. They've done nothing. They feel guilty. They'll turn on the TV and watch a show and it's 12 o'clock. They'll watch something else or they'll be on YouTube watching the next video looking for some kind of satisfaction in the day and they never found it and they're going to bed at 1, 1.30. And I, I know people like that. Yeah, I mean, it's pathetic. There's two scenarios uh, that you should be going to bed to bed at it's either one you're you're touching the pillow and you're touching the bed and you're like i'm so tired because i did so much today and i achieved a lot that i'm just falling asleep like you know those ones where you just doze off and you don't even remember how you fell asleep or there's Uh two there's two and it's like holy shit like i achieved so much today i'm so excited like there's there's nothing stopping me right now and you go to bed kind of like like anxious and just kind of like excited you know and you're and you can't really fall asleep so Mm. there's there's those two scenarios if you feel like that going to bed that's okay but if you're going to bed uh kind of like how you said you failed your day you know Mm -hmm. yeah big time okay so here's the task for anyone listening to this podcast okay so number one is what are your four lanes so what's the main thing you're going to keep the main thing okay what's the second most important thing what's the third most important thing and what's the fourth most important thing? And we may disagree on point number two. And I always say this, everything 
extremely important, should be completed by 2 p.m. Okay? It should be completed by 2 p.m. I mean, 12 noon is even better. Okay? So for me, it's this. Number one is a workout. Number two is a critical task that helps me move ahead. And it's usually something business-related. Okay? Critical task that moves me ahead. Number three is a key conversation with somebody or key conversations. It could be talking to a a potential prospect who's going to land the next big contract. It could be talking to my kid who needs help. It could be talking to my wife. I mean, it's those key conversations. And then number four is impact one person in a meaningful way somehow. Okay, for me, those are the four things that have to happen by 2 p.m. If I get every single one of those, which I always do, my day's complete. After two, I can sit back, I can go into the pool, I can chill out, think of what I'm going to have for dinner, catch TV, whatever I want. Okay? Yeah, nothing's better, nothing's better than, than finishing, finishing all your shit early. And that's the best feeling. And sometimes it's going to be later, depending on your situation. Yep, but here's what happens. The longer you wait with something, number one, it sits in your mind. And you know you've got to get it done. And having that sit in your mind is not good for your mind. And the second thing is, there's a big saying from a guy named Vince Lombardi, former legendary football coach, who said, fatigue makes cowards of us all. And the longer the day goes, the more tired you get. You say, you know what, fuck it, I'm not going to go to the gym. Not tonight. I'm too tired. I'll do it tomorrow. And you're dead in the water. Oh, yeah. So I was, ex- that's, that's so I was true, explaining. Mm-hmm. So I was explaining something to um, uh, this guy tonight, and I talked about 21 strong. So 21 days to form a good habit, okay? And there's five key elements to 21 strong. So number one is you've got to train 30 minutes plus daily, okay? I like to get that done as early as possible. Number two is keep your food in order. Good quality nutrients, usually a calorie deficit if you want to try to lose some body fat. Number three is get your 10 to 12 glasses of water in. Number four, six, seven hours of good quality sleep. And number five, 15 minutes of something positive in your brain. Okay, to me, those are musts. That's the foundation for anything health-related that you'll ever do. Okay, if you can't make the time to do those five essential things, don't expect results. Yeah, and those are that's the word I was looking for. I was actually just gonna just gonna say it is those are essential things. You know, those are those are foundations within your life that need to be built. That twenty one days it forms to make those habits, uh, and, and you finally make it a habit. Those need to be daily things. And you know, I've seen actual results even within you. You showed me a picture the other day of your body transformation after twenty one days. You know, you're already a pretty jacked guy, and then you get. 10 times more ripped. How? Like how? 21 days. Tell me about that. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Uh, you know, I'm always in shape. Like I'm always hundred percent. You don't look, you don't look bad in the one picture, but you look 10 times more ripped. Like your, your muscles are, are cut and defined. Like how? I wish they could see okay. the picture. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the difference. Um, even though I'm always like five, six weeks away from any kind of competition, uh, what I find is this, I hold my standards so high, these shoulds are always musts. These are must-dos. 
what I do is the moment I make myself accountable, listen, I'm the lead dog. I'm the alpha. Okay. I can't talk the talk without walking the walk. Okay. So what ends up happening is I want to be the pack leader. It's that simple. Okay. And when people know, because I've announced it, that I'm doing these 21 days, they can get results and they become a must. Like I must have success. I must show results. It just kicks me into overdrive. So what happens is that, uh, that food plan, it's the best nutrients. 80% of what I eat is the best of the best. 20%, I have a little bit of fun with it, but it's still a calorie deficit. That workout, that was a good workout, becomes an even better workout. Because I know if I just give that little bit extra, it's going to pay off big time. Mm-hmm. The water, I drink on a regular basis. I mean, if I wait till later on, you know, I've had an issue with water all my life. Okay. And I, I called it coffee was my flavored water, right? Yeah. This guy that was, that was water. bullshit. It was bullshit. I like, I'm amazing now. I don't miss a beat. Thing is the moment I miss a whole bunch of glasses of water earlier in the day, guess what happens later on at night? I got no clue. I'm up, I'm up constantly going to the washroom. So what happens is I wreck my sleep and I'm part of the plan is sleeping six to seven hours of good quality sleep. So I know I've got to drink my water earlier. Yeah, definitely. Because if I because if I fuck up my sleep, I'm not good the next day. I'm just not right the next day. That doesn't count. That that doesn't lead to performance. I totally hear. Okay. And then the other thing too is this mindset thing. Well, I don't want to do 15 minutes of mindset training. What is that? Okay. I'll tell you right now. When you listen to people who are successful and you're motivated by that, I got to tell you, there's something about it that just puts you in a different state completely. And when you change your state, you get into a physical state where you feel unstoppable, your workouts are always going to be better. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think unstoppable is the word right there. Um, not a lot of people know what it looks, what, what it feels like, what it looks like, how it is to be unstoppable. It's kind of a, a word that not a lot of people get to know throughout their life. But the things you're saying, 21 day, 21 day strong, 21 day challenge, uh, building those habits, those are, those are some key elements some key foundations that can truly help you feel unstoppable at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, big time. And what's going to happen is somebody's going to listen to this podcast and they're going to say, okay, uh, Tom and Matt said, keep the main thing, the main thing. Okay. I kind of get it, but, but I've got, uh, I'll start, I'll start next week. What do you say to that person? Oh man, it's, it's so easy to do. And I'm not going to sit here and bullshit anyone. I've done, I've done the same thing, you know, it's it's not hard. It's really not hard. I'm going to do it next week. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it the next day. But that shit just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. And like you said, it's like you can do your, your task right there and then. Uh, I wake You wake up at 10 a.m., 8 a.m. and say, okay, I'm going to work out. Or you can say, I'm going to push it back later that day. I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to do it at 7 p.m. Well, I'm going to do it at 8. And then at the end of the day, you're just you're, you're tired, right? So it's the same. It's yep. the same kind of thing. You can get it done right away. You can start right away and you can start seeing the progress or you can wait and you're never going to get there and no one's going to realize it until they actually do it. But what I can tell you is you're not going to see any results if you don't start now, if you don't start right away. Right. And this is a bonus tip. Okay. So you do it to one or the other or both. You find the person you respect the most on this planet. Okay. And... Or if your kid is old enough to ask your kid or tell your kid, you say to your kid, hey, listen, this is what I'm going to do. 
mm-hmm. and you tell them, and you tell them, my goal, I'm going to be as specific as possible. I'm going to become the fittest, leanest, most ripped machine you've ever seen. And it's going to take, let's say, three months. Yeah. Watch me. And, and if you've picked somebody that you respect that will hold you to that, and you know that if you let that person down, that would hurt you emotionally. Or if you tell your kid that and your kid's rooting for you because they're like, my dad's my hero, and you let your kid down, then you fucked up. But the truth is most people won't do that. They just don't have the courage to do something so simple. And that's just commit once and say, it's done. It's a done deal. And you know what? The people who do make those commitments, they could be the biggest commitments. They could be some small commitments. And I'm not going to promise someone that they're going to get there, although they should. If they don't get there, they're going to be pretty damn close. You know, like I've, I've made some huge goals before I've, I've wrote them down. I've told you, I've promised people uh, things I'm going to achieve. And to be honest with you, some of those I haven't achieved yet, but I've pre I've, man, I've achieved a lot of good stuff coming there. You know, like it wasn't the exact goal I thought of, but like at the end of the day, a lot of people are like, man, you really did it. I'm proud of you. And I'm still like, man, I still haven't achieved it. You know what I mean? If you make those goals, yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to fall. You're not going to fall far from the, from the truth, you know? No, and you're always striving to be your best. Exactly. Right? You're not striving to be perfect, striving to be your best. And it starts with, Shoulds become musts. Let's leave it at that. Sounds good. Appreciate you having me again. Right on, man.